fact, it's time for the last bit of today's one, two, three show, and it is this week's Art Sing Around. Now, as art exhibitions are returning very slowly to galleries here, in this week's Art Sing Around with Andrew Dembina, he reports from one of the smaller ones that is showing the work of established Korean artist Kim Duk Young. Few artists are able to, of course, travel with their work these days with quarantine periods and other concerns. So we hear from a clued-up gallery manager about the works which are partially created with a semi-precious material and about the artist's depictions of the oceans. Hello everyone, I'm Kasen Chang from Student of Fine Art. I'm the manager of the gallery. I'm really happy to introduce you our current exhibition by Kim Duk Yong. It's called um, Ocean Rhapsody. Yeah, well we're surrounded by the works of Ocean Rhapsody and there's a shimmering going on that, that is coming from a surface that is covered in mother of pearl. We're on the ground floor of an exhibition of how many works? We have 12 works on the ground floor and you can see we group the works according to the sea level. So there are three types. There's low tide, middle tide and high tide. The more pinkish and orange toes, they are depicting sunset and sunrise. Right. While the grayer ones are kind of like the misty and cloudy days. So the artist is Korean. Are all of these seascapes taken directly from views of the ocean around Korea? The artist actually draws both realistic oceans but also imaginary ones. Okay. He sometimes goes to a place called Namhae in Korean, which is Southern Ocean. Mm. So he remembers it and then depicts that kind of scenery and on um, other works. At a quick glance around the room, you just mentioned that some have pink or orangish tinges, uh, that twilight time of day. But uh, until we come to one image which has interior wooden panelling of what looks like a home with a couple of books on some uh, shelving, um, and until that point, you could almost be in an abstract setting, surrounded by what just suggests the ocean. This is one of the best works that the artist has created. It's called Borrowed Scenery. What the artist does is that he borrows the ocean view yeah. and incorporates into the window frames. So that it kind of hints that the nature is in flux. Okay. And then they have a balanced relationship between the two. Right, and if we look closely at that scene, the wood that from further away looks like it could be painted to look like wood is in fact pieces of timber that are inlaid. So you've got window frames which are really woods that are stained different uh, colours. Lacquer seems to be used. It's something that reminds me because of the two books that are on a shelving that we're looking at, of some classic Korean domestic paintings where you do get references of people studying. Tell us a little bit about the artist. So Kim Duk Yong, he's a male artist. Okay. Of course, he's from Korea. He was born in 1961, so almost 60 years old. Mm. At the beginning, he didn't paint um, ocean paintings. Huh. He started with a lot of depiction of traditional Korean women wearing hanbok, oh, the yeah. Korean dress, right. because a lot of his inspirations are from his mother. So from his works, you can still feel there's a sort of motherly atmosphere. The reason he used mother of pearl mm. as a material is he realized ocean is kind of the essence of life, animals, plants, and humans, we all need that element. Mother of Pearl is a material not only from the ocean, mm. but because of the name, it kind of like 
Mother of Life. So that's why he started to use Mother of Pearl to create ocean-inspired paintings. There's something very serene about the way these images are appearing, including the one on this ground floor level that also depicts an interior. We will be looking at uh, some on your upper level, which have more, more interiors. Is part of his reasoning for the colour and the composition and the almost blurred horizons between the sea and the sky, is it meant to have a calming effect? Because it certainly does. Yes, um, I certainly kind of want to create a kind of serene and tranquil mm. atmosphere, but also it relates to how the artist applies the color on the works. Perhaps if you, your first impression, the color might be on the surface, yeah. but it's actually not, it's from the back. Oh, so what kind of paints are used underneath the Mother of Pearl layer then? So Kim Dae-yong uses um, color powder mixed with pine pitch glue, yeah. so it becomes like a color paste. Um, he applies it on the wood surface. He never paints on canvas. He paints on the wood. Mm. And until it's not dry, yeah. he uh, appliques the strands of Mother of Pearl so that the color smudges through the surface huh. rather than on top. So this has two effects. One, the color looks more subtle. Second, it has a long conservation time. Because it's airtight. Exactly. It's a very kind of uh, well-engineered idea, isn't it, to use a pigment with adhesive to stick on the shimmering mother of pearl. Yeah, it's very innovative, to be honest, yeah. uh, with such traditional materials, but a contemporary approach. Is it his own invention? Or are there other people using this process? This is um, definitely one of very unique uh, approaches. And Kim Jae kyung is uh, one of the few artists who um, really employs this uh, technique throughout his whole creative process. As we approach the staircase to go to uh, the second gallery, I'm just wowed by a small painting, which is so well lit that as you walk around it, you're almost looking out of a window at a shimmering sea. What sort of comments have you been getting from people? The exhibition hasn't been up for very long. Yeah, it's just been two weeks, but um, people are really mesmerized by the glistening uh, feature of the works. Yeah. It's definitely it's, hypnotizing. It is, it is. It's, all, it's both of those things. It's also, I think, in these times where Frankly speaking, galleries have been closed and you are one of the few commercial galleries with, with an exhibition on. People must be just glad to, to see something. As a commercial gallery, are you happy with people coming in purely viewing the works? I think um, this time we have both types of audiences. We do have art collectors yeah. coming in and we are very happy because we sold two large works yeah. within just two weeks. Mm. Usually, generally, like art lovers, when they see such beautiful works, they are also, you know, in awe. Sometimes um, they just stand outside and looking at the works from far away. Because sometimes looking at Kim Dae Young's paintings, mm. you don't need to really like zoom in. Even no. looking from afar, it has that kind of mesmerizing effect already. We're looking from several meters across one of the largest paintings there. And from a distance, where you're not in the area of light that it's shimmering, it almost looks like an impressionist painting. It's almost like a, uh, a stippled effect. So um, one of our visitors actually said his works look a little bit like Monet. The ocean views, especially the centerpiece, the bluish and the purple tones. Mm. It is a bit of a Monet palette, the, uh, you know, one of the original landscape impressionists uh, in pastel blue and purple tones. Anyway, we were going upstairs, weren't we? Yes. <laughs> so uh, now we're on the second floor of the gallery. Here you see a very different series of Kim Tak Yong's work. Yes. 
they're actually domestic interiors, again, with a scholarly feel. There are books on shelves. In one prominent picture, there is an ocean view of what looks like a flung-open window shutter. This is a transition between the pure ocean views and the indoors, really. You've separated these well because they are much more domestic interior. What kind of wood is he using? Some of our pieces that uh, are antique, aren't they? Yes. Uh, most of the works here, the wood are varnished by lacquer, so that it kind of creates a, a more darker tone. Mm. But there's one work that is um, from our private collector. Yeah. Um, they're all made of antique wood with the handles as well. Some of these pieces, yes, they have the fastenings almost of Chinese lacquered cabinets that you might see not too far from the area where we are in Shenwan around Hollywood Road. Yeah, <laughs> um, exactly. It looks like a stack of, uh, of, of chests in a way with uh, shelving and ceramics displayed. What is this piece about? And you said it's from 2004, isn't yes, it? Yes, correct. So um, our collector purchased this work from Christie's Auction oh. and um, this this piece is called the grain chest. Yeah. So it's kind of depicting the cabinets where Korean people store their grains like mm. rice and, you know, all the beans and stuff. Yeah. So here you can see, as, as I said, it's made of antique wood. There are like handles included. Yeah. Um, but one of the best features of this work is that you can see Chinese poems and literature from behind that is covered by um, hanji, Korean paper, which is made from the inner bark of mulberry tree. Now, the, uh, the, the painting and the calligraphy that, uh, that you're describing, some of it is coming through. The paper has been stuck over it to obscure it. It's poetry almost coming through a fog in the background. It's quite an amazing work, actually, mm. very atmospheric. Moving on to another one of the interiors, a very packed bookshelf. More mother-of-pearl pages of books laid on their sides. Some have got their spines facing us. Uh, and some decorative objects also in there that, are, that look like fine ceramics, are they? Yeah, so in this work, there are two ceramic jars painted. Um, it looks The texture looks really realistic yeah. because it's actually not painted with acrylic. It's with stone powder. Oh. So the artists grind the stones and mix with, as I said, you know, mixed media, like the paste and stuff. And the same, he's using the same material to mix the pigment as he would to stick on the mother of pearl. Yes, most likely. So then it kind of creates that stone texture. Mm. And we're, we intentionally also place a real moon jar, yeah. which is a traditional Korean ceramic ware to have a dialogue between the works. Yes, because one of them is painted in exactly the same shape yes. in the shelving exactly. that we were mentioning. Now, we've seen then that there are interiors and there are distinct, just pure ocean meets horizon works in this show. What else does the artist paint? Does he have other subjects? Although recently he mostly creates work um, that are depicting oceans, he also explores starry nights. Yeah. Although he's not illustrating a particular realistic view. He kind of recalls his memories of nights and stars so mm. that his works are still imaginative. The stars are also made with some like more glistening materials. Yeah. Still mesmerizing. It seems like uh, the work of Kim Duk Jong is almost made to entrance the viewer 
And at a time like the one we have been through with all sorts of things, still with the hardships of COVID, it's probably something that will uh, lower people's blood pressure to come and have a look. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. Well, you know, like the artists mostly have activities in Korea. This is the first time we bring um, the artists to Hong Kong. Besides having a really uh, amazing Korea in Korea, mm. a lot of um, prestigious collectors in Dubai, really? for example, mm. has collected um, his works. The exhibition uh, began about a week ago and it's going on until the 17th of December. How can people find out more? We can go to our website or visit our Instagram at Suluna Fine Art. Feel free to come by. We open from Monday to Saturday, 10 to 6. Kasun Cheng, thank you very much. My pleasure. And that was Artsing Around for this week with Andrew Dembina on the Ocean Rhapsody exhibition by Korean painter Kim Dok-yong, who, as we heard, uses Mother of Pearl in his paintings. And uh, he was speaking to Kusun Chang of Saluna Fine Art in Shangwan. And Saluna, that is spelt S-O-L-U-N-A. Many thanks once again to Andrew Dembina for this week's Artsing Around.